Welcome to Right versus Left. I'm Rob B. And I'm Brad Lee. And I'm Brian G. And here today we're going to be talking about the death of feminism, God willing. <laughs> so um, I think it's kind of clear that something has gone horribly wrong in Western society. Um, and I think feminism, feminism is the reason why. Um, like early in the 2010s, like they said that feminism was dead. I, I think it's definitely dead now with everything that's going on. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and kind of actually the historical uh, route uh, that feminism took over time. Um, and like, I mean, obviously, I, I'd say the, the feminist movement started with suffrage, which is kind of funny how this movement started. It starts with everything the left tries to do uh, socially, where they go out and take care of people that they feel aren't able to take care of themselves. So, and what I mean by this is like, you know, the way they are with black people. Oh, you know, well, we can't have voter IDs. That's not good for black people. Oh, we can't have crime punished because it's not good for black people. Well, it started with uh, suffrage um, back before the 1900s. The actual support rate for suffrage amongst women was 4%. They didn't want to be more active in politics because they wanted to focus on their duties in the house and raising their children because that was what they found value in. And it was actually a push by leftists, leftist men who basically forced women because they weren't able to vote to ratify the uh, 19th Amendment. It was men that forced it on them. So first they were forced into voting, and then during World War II, we needed extra labor uh, because the men were off fighting the war, and so women got forced into the factory roles. And what that kind of did was, um, you know, the men obviously still got their payments for being in the military, so it suddenly turned most of the households of America into two-income households. Which, when you have extra money chasing the same goods and actually less goods because of all the restrictions um, for the wartime, like couldn't buy anything metal, really, um, it ended up causing hyperinflation. So by the time the war ended uh, and the men came home, you had to have two income families. So suddenly women were forced to stay out of the house. And I think post-World War II, I think that's where you saw the beginning of the declines of society and ironically coincided with feminism. But and, you have to say the modern feminism, because feminism, feminism's been around for hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of years. True. But I mean you go back but you got I mean you go back to the Queens of England and Cleopatra and like women could achieve power. Like that was always a possibility. Yeah. But it was I think it had more to do with um like the women not really wishing to attain that power. I, I just saying it's modern day feminism that is the problem, is most definitely the problem. Yeah. I mean, go back to 
go back to age of Rome. Men and women were equal. Women were just yeah. as allowed to sleep with their brothers and sisters and cousins as men were. Yeah. <laughs> well, for each other, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think feminism, you can trace almost most of the problems we're having in the U.S. today, you can trace back to what feminism has done to modern day U.S. I, I think feminism is extremely, was extremely important. I, 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 I just think it's gone way, 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 way too far. So I, I, what do you, what do you think, Brad? What do I think? I think, uh, a lot of women back before this women's suffrage movement and the, the suffrage movement, there was a lot of women who didn't want to vote because they didn't want to be subject to the same, to the same things that men were like the draft and, uh, uh, bucket duty. You know, they didn't, they didn't want to have to do all that just to be able to vote <clears throat> and, and look at, they got, ended up getting what they wanted in the first place anyways, because they don't have to sign up for the draft. They don't have to, uh, do the mandatory fire service, but I mean, nobody does now because we have volunteers for that stuff, but yeah, I mean, they, they're they're yeah, equal, they're equal to they're equal to or greater than see i had a problem with my wife's cousin she was like she goes i asked her i said so you think a man should know how to do the dishes and the laundry and stuff and she goes yeah i'm like okay i can i can agree with that i think i think a man should know how to do that but then at the same time do you think that a woman should have to take out the trash or mow the lawn she goes, no. And I go, well, why not? And she goes, well, that's a man's job. That's... Or fix the car. Or fix the car. Or right, exactly. I'm like, it's not. It's not your equal to or greater than. I'm like, if you want equal rights, you get equal rights. You can't Any pick and choose. Possible. You don't get to pick or choose your equal. <clears throat> so the the funny thing about the suffrage movement is the men that were pushing it. We're pushing it because they wanted their wives to be able to vote, so it would be a second to... vote. But they wanted, right? Exactly. Yeah, they thought they'd keep control and and tell their wives what to do. Right, and it was men who who got that legislation passed. Yep. Just so like it, it was, it, just like it was men that uh, supposedly gave them a right to abortion, which there is no right to death anywhere at all in the Constitution. And then, um, like, and if you pa if you push it forward to the sexual revolution, dude, men are animals. Like, I'm a man. I'll say we're all animals. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's in our, it's in a man's nature to spread his seed. It's not in a woman's nature to go out and be a slut. It's just it's just not, and that's a fact. Right, and 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 so the biological imperative like kind of backs it up, like. Um, if a man has 365 partners in a year, he can have 365 babies in a year. Technically, he could have another 100 more because of the length of a pregnancy. So a man could have up to four, 400, 450 babies in a year. If a woman has sex with a different partner every year, during the course of that year, she's still only giving the birth to one baby. Unless she so has there is, yeah. yeah, so there is no biological imperative for women to have multiple partners. But there is a biological imperative for women to be a caregiver and to care not just for her children, but to care for the man who's going to take care of her children in the aftermath of child rearing and during pregnancy, 
when she needs protection and provision. Mm -hmm. So the sexual, the sexual revolution, I think lessened women because prior to feminism and the sexual revolution, women were held up and revered. Women were protected. Women were special, but you know what, what made them special 200 years ago still makes them special because they're the only ones on this planet that can create new human beings. I don't care what transgender ideology says. Men cannot have babies. I don't care what the uh, Facebook emoji says. Men can't get pregnant. No, they can't. You have to be a biological woman to create a human being. And the, that makes them special. And the narratives that they push to back this crap up, there is... That's even one of the arguments they make for abortion. Well, a woman shouldn't have to sideline her career in order to have babies. Well, a woman shouldn't be forced by society to work just to survive to begin with if she thinks it's more important to stay at home and raise her kids. And maybe our divorce rates wouldn't be at like 70% if women actually stayed in the homes and took care of the kids and their husbands. Mm -hmm. Because something like, what is it like? I want to say it was like 70% of uh, all affairs start in the workplace. Well, if women weren't in the workplace, then they're not going to end up having those affairs to begin with. Right. Well, well why do we? Why did we end up needing to have uh, two incomes in the family household? Well, that's what I was talking they, about. They about go that. back to the central bank and coming off of the gold standard and uh, all that BS. It's it started it started with World War II and needing the women in the factories to produce the weapons of war. Again, some man shit. No, now, granted, yeah. Well, like, we so need we needed them to we needed them for that. Right, but what it ended up doing was again creating that hyperinflation during World War II because right. of the scarce goods and the extra money, and then coming out of the Great Depression. You all right there, B? Huh? You all right? You look half asleep. We boring you? No, I'm sorry. I've had about three hours of sleep in the last two days, so I'm a little, a little Oh, good lord! But uh, no, the the biggest problem I have with feminism is that they went from wanting equal rights to now uh, making men feel like they're the bad guys, make saying men are the bad guys, <laughs> making masculinity evil, and. And now they're instead of being equal, they're it's come they're it's like they're trying to say they're better. And I think that's where you drag into a lot of the problems we have today, where masculinity is is the bad is the evil thing in the world right now. And so it's downplaying the man, going back to abortion. Uh, men have no rights. Uh, it's all about the woman, even though the man helped create the child. Uh, and just so on and so on. It's just it's. It's making it's making the man the role of the man irrelevant and saying that you have no rights to your own child. So now now you have a father you're having a major fatherless home issue, uh, which is causing a lot of the of the crime that we're having right now because there's no fathers to teaching their kids how to be men. And then there has pushed them out of the family structure. And then those, then those men who really aren't men because they don't know how to become men are having babies and not sticking around to be with their babies, to take yeah. care of their babies, to be a man. What it means to be a man is to 
take care of, take care of your family and protect your family and provide for your family. And women think that they can do, do it just as well as a man can, but they, they, I need my wife's help just like my wife needs my help, you know, in raising children. And we both have different qualities that we can impose onto our children to make them better people as they grow up. A mom can teach my wife is going to be able to teach my daughters how to be a woman better than I'm going to be able to teach them how to be a woman. I can teach them good worth ethics and, you know, to be strong, but my wife is going to be there to teach them how to nurture. I can't do that because really, honestly, I don't, <coughs> I don't really care about those things like a woman does and who, ha who has the intuition to do that. Which is why men need women to nurture them and to support them and to help them when they're down. It's like, it's the, it's the same with women, but it's, it's different. The emotional support that's required. And, and to tell us when our ideas are stupid. Right, exactly. Well, you know, one thing I heard that made a lot of sense is why there's a lot of men going over to Asia to find girlfriends and, and wives. It's because I wouldn't know anything in, about that, would you, Brian? No, none at all. Since my, you know, you know, since I've said many times in the podcast that my wife is from China mm -hmm. and my kids are from China, it, it's because, and I never thought about it, but it's because feminism has gone so far, has gone so far in the Western culture that now women are downgrading men. Where in Asia, they don't have that issue right now. Women are still women, and they're very feminine and they play the female role now to the point where when i started dating my wife i never expected to date to date anyone from asia i just always thought asian women were beautiful and that's why i was on looking at you know I was yellow fever things. yellow fever yellow fever. i was checking out hey i can trace it back to elementary school sitting in the gym and there was a girl from a japanese girl sitting there and she was drawing and i looked at her and i thought she was the most beautiful girl i'd ever seen Ever since then. That's because she was right. the only one of that that you had ever yeah. seen. But when I started dating my wife, because I was not expecting to date someone. I never thought in a thousand years I would date someone from Asia and then eventually marry somebody from Asia. But I told her when we started dating, I want an equal. I don't want someone who's going to be subservient to me because a lot of Asian women are. They play that role. I, now, yeah, you can find equals here in the U.S., but a lot of times you're being beat down because you're you're you have a masculine role, masculine role you're trying to play, and that's right. why a lot of men are going to Asia because they're finding feminine women. Well, and and another thing is is now with the whole hashtag Me Too movement, a lot of guys are like, I'd rather turn to porn and jerk off than be accused of raping someone when I'm actually having consensual sex, you know? And so women are pushing men away and then they're wondering why men don't aren't attracted to them or don't want anything to do with them. Well, how about you guys stop every time you have sex with somebody and then you break up, don't go and say that he raped you. Now I'm going to say that all of us, all three of us think rape is nasty, disgusting, and just horrible, horrible thing that you can do. Oh yeah, like rapists should all be killed. It goes too far when women are turning around constantly and accusing the man of raping them. Right, which any any guy who rapes a girl is not a man. Well, even even back back it off of rape, like 
the chicks go around like wearing nothing but uh, yoga pants and a sports bra. And when you start talking to them and you look at their tits, they get all offended. It's like, bitch, if you didn't want them to be looked at, you wouldn't have put them out in public. Yeah. You, you, if you didn't want me to look at them, why did you get a tattoo right there? Right. You're purposefully attracting my gaze down there. So no, I, I think there needs to be that line of looking and touching. Well, and then the, and, and then the, and then the other the, it's biological. A guy's gonna look. I mean, bio, we are biologically prone to look at women. I mean, honestly, unless you're gay, <laughs> you yeah, know, it's just what well, we do. But we're not we're not animals, and that's what the Middle Eastern culture tells us. We're men. Women have to keep covered because the man, if he sees something, he can't control himself, and he's gonna. And it's your fault if he if he takes you, rapes you, beats you, whatever, because you were showing too much skin. But and that's not what and that's not what Brian is saying. That but he's saying he's using the Middle East as an example, and that's why they do that because that's what happens. Yeah, they say very specifically that if if a woman shows too much skin, then it's her fault if a man attacks her, and that is total BS. We, we are not animals. Yeah, we can yeah, control ourselves. But yeah, women have, have to say that we're animals and we're not animals. Men, men are animals. I'm sorry. We're animals. Yes, they are. But Some not... of us, the majority of us just have more control over our inner beast. Yeah. Or we have the or we have uh, the the advantage of having a real woman that helps us tame that beast and stop acting like an animal. Yeah, I mean, Because they are... show us love. They show us tenderness. They show us the emotions that we're not taught to have as kids. Because yeah. as boys, we're taught to be strong. We're taught to be fighters. We're taught to overcome struggles and not to be tender and softer and kinder and more caring. And when you take the true like courtship out of relationships and it becomes about uh, hunting and smashing. And, uh, and I'll even comment this. Women complain all the time about not being able to find a real guy. Well, they're dressed like a $3 whore. You know why you can't find a real guy? Because there's a very like huge gap between what a guy's willing to fuck and what he's willing to wife. Right. And in the U.S., I stopped dating women in the U.S. because almost everybody in the U.S., almost all the women in the U.S., when they're not at work, they look like a $3 whore. They have no modesty. Um, it, it's a little more of an edge in uh, Houston where it's hot and you kind of got to wear less clothes. Um, but yeah, I mean, they dress like tramps and then they're surprised that they're treated like tramps. And you can't oh, really, see, you can't really say that just because of the temperate, the temperance of the climate that you live, that you have to wear that much clothes. Look at, like Brian was saying, the Middle Eastern countries, those places get hotter and more humid than it does in freaking Houston, Texas. I could tell you that. And those women they're... still end up wearing the black burkas and shit. So, I mean... The cloth that they have there is very different too, though. You mean to tell you mean to tell me that we couldn't get that cloth here in America? I mean, come oh, on. Oh, of course we could. Of course we could. We're just not going to pay the extra money for the, all the natural uh, uh, sweat removing properties. So, yes, men are animals, but we're we're still higher than your standard animal. We we do have self control, which animals do not necessarily. You human supremacists, you. And we <laughs> right, don't forget it. And we also have the ability to recognize when we're having these thoughts, not not to act on them, which is the same thing. 
But if you feel like you can't control yourself, we also have situation. We well, we also have yeah. you know doctors, psychiatrists that you can go and see and help you with these issues. Just like we well, have, and, just like we have psychiatrists and doctors that will help people with uh, gender dysphoria. Well, oh, did you see the story about this like sicko Republican like candidate for uh, uh, a college governance board? Like here was it, dude. This story was like creepy as fuck. The dude suspended his campaign. Like this campaign's over. He got caught wanking it in front of one of the admin buildings at one of the colleges that he was trying to run. Major problem. Also, right in front of a daycare center. Yeah. Wow. Well, how about that executive on CNN who, uh, during what Zoom meetings, he ended. Oh, you're talking about. He thought two he was years. on. He thought he was his video was off or whatever, so he pulled it out and started jerking off right there, and and everybody's just sort of downplayed and trying right. to ignore it, and and then the one girl who actually commented something about well you didn't you didn't do whatever with him, then she gets suspended for seven months without even being told that <laughs> she's suspended. The one conservative in CNN, <laughs> right? But that was the legal analyst analyst for CNN, Jeffrey yeah. Tubin. Mm-hmm. Tubin, yeah. Right? Yeah, just starts pull, pulls it out in the middle of a Zoom meeting and starts yanking it. Thank God. My, my, only, my only question is, I, 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 I never saw the video. I didn't really care. I don't watch CNN. Did he get to the tube sock shot? I don't, dude. I don't know what happened. Just, I've just heard her talking about it. Because that's, I, I, I think he should use this to like have a new career. He could shoot porn called Tubin in the Tube Socks. Uh, do, does anyone here know anyone that list, that actually watches CNN? No. Only, only in the airport. When I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I travel a lot, so stuck at the airport, that's about the only time I see CNN. Yeah, I, I can honestly say I know nobody who watches CNN. I mean, I'll flip through and I'll watch a program for like five minutes and go, okay, I can't watch anymore. As soon as I, I see mean, those, MSNBC is even worse. But. As soon as I see those three letters, I'm like, oh, I'm, like when, when I went to go see, when I went to my buddy from iraq's funeral i had to go fly up to spokane washington and uh yeah the whole time i was just watching the daily wire <coughs> yeah the the cartoon uh news nut jobs that's what cnn stands for anyway so and then a lot of a lot of the clinton the, news network that was chinese yeah, and a news lot, network and a lot of and a lot of the I, I mean, women just have different natures and it, it plays itself out in society. And you look at it and they, they like to twist the t- statistics to try and support their narrative, how women are oppressed. But like you take, for example, the gender pay gap, like this has long since been exposed. And yet our dumbass VP has brought it up multiple times. Women are not paid less than men. If you take, it, 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 they take the average salaries, but if you take the average woman doing the same job with the same responsibilities as the average men, every corporation pays them the same. And when you get to executive level management, that's when you have to negotiate for a salary. Well, women stand on weaker footing when they're negotiating a salary because there is a potential in two years, three years, she's going to want to take time off to raise family, or she may have already done that. So while her resume says she graduated the same year as this guy, and that she spent her entire career doing this, she has a gap of two years here, three years here, one year here from having kids. And so her actual life experience is less. 
and her continuum of time doing the position is less. So she has less bargaining power than the guy who's been doing nothing but this for 15 years and has constant results. You know what I mean? And then uh, there's also the point that, Brian, you're from Alaska. How many female roughnecks did you see heading up to the North Slope? How many uh, female crabbers did you see down at the ports? Only a few, not many. Right. The reality is men are more willing to do jobs that take them away from their families. They're more willing to do jobs that are dangerous, that come with a pay premium. Um, they're more willing to uh, sacri sacrifice comfort for income, and women are less willing to do so. And that does have a bearing on your pay. Which that does go back to, you know, caveman days where women were taking care of the kids and it just grew, it grew into the, you know, your very essence, your DNA, really. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, Men went the, out and, and moved, went away from the family to take care of providing. Um, the average male executive works 86 hours. The average female executive works 63. Oh, wait, you mean so an executive works 80 some hours? I, I mean, what happened to the whole left view of, well, they didn't earn what they actually have. They they were handed it. You know, they, they didn't work any harder than the guy at McDonald's. Oh, look at Elon Musk trying to get his company successful sleeping on the floor in the factory. Yeah, I was just going to say Elon would sleep on the floor in his factory just so his people would know he's there working just as hard, if not harder than them. Dude, and that's the reason I left my career. 80 to 100 hour weeks. It kills you over time. Yeah. What do you think? There, there are two, two, two reasons why men die earlier than women. One, they work themselves to death. And two, women nag them to death. <laughs> So, and it's, and yeah, and you know, I think life expectancy has something to do with the divorce rates too. Uh, they took that vow till death do them part and it's just taken too freaking long. I'm just saying. But um, no, so the, the, the reality is, is um, as we push women into a more traditional role that would have been fulfilled, filled by men, They've tried to act like men. And that was like the thing about women that they weren't men. That's what made them special. That's what made them amazing. <clears throat> and then I think probably like, I, I and now like you got the whole transgender movement completely destroying women. Like it's now okay for a woman to get in a ring, a ring in the case of Fallon Fox and beat the shit out of another woman. It's um, okay for a woman to get into a collegiate pool and like eliminate the other women's ability to compete because he has denser muscle tissue, uh, stronger <laughs> skeletal structure, better endurance. Hormones. And we're not yeah. saying that there isn't women out there that could compete, but on but on average, most women can't with with a lot of men because of we we just we grow bigger muscle mass, we grow larger. It's just it's genetics for okay so for a woman to compete fairly against a transgender woman they would have to be on steroids just no, to even should. come close they would have to be on yeah. steroids yeah they they should have transgender sports if they don't want to compete with the men they should have women's sports men's sports and transgender for any transgender that doesn't want to compete against other men Oh, but Other then you're like outing them as transgender against their will. Like yeah. we can't see that fucking Adam's apple. 
And here's like, here's another like bathroom thing. You here's another have. thing. Okay, mentally, I mean, we already know these guys, these people are messed up in the head, but let's think about it. It, it. it has to be something in a in a man that makes him want to win so bad that he he would rather compete against women to win. Because look, you don't see women, they're transgender men competing in men's sports. You just don't see it. Why? Why is that? If if what they're saying is true and they're equal and they can do the same thing, how come you don't see women trying to compete in men's sport? Because they know that they will get the knocked out of them as soon as they, they stepped in the ring, the swimming pool, the football field, uh, weightlifting. They know there's no chance. There's no way that a woman would go from competing in a woman's sport at the middle to the bottom of their of their classification and go into a men's sport and dominate like these men are doing when they go into women's sports. Okay, so here we go. The women's world record for the 100 meters is 10.49 held by Florence Griffith Joyner set in 1988 and that girl was juiced out of her mind. Okay? You know when the last time men ran and held a world record at 10.49 seconds or higher? 1912, Donald Lipcott. The men's world record is now 9.58, Usain Bolt. Almost a full second faster for the 100 meters. You want to get a little bit bigger time frame here? Let's look at the world record for uh, the marathon. The men's world record, two hours, one minute. The women's, two hours, 14 minutes. 14 minutes. That's like, at, at the paces they're running, that's like four miles. Yeah. That's like or an extra three or four miles. So so women are women and men are so equal that at the world record level, the woman is finishing the race three miles behind miles behind the man who wins the race but you look at that men's race and the top 20 is all ahead of that woman that woman mm -hmm. and you you look at um like if you ever watch the olympic trials you watch the 100 meter trials you watch the women's times versus the men times there is not a single woman on the earth that would qualify for the finals at the olympic and the men's bid however the men all the men in the world in the top 100 would win the women's event. Which is why, like I was saying, you don't see women transitioning into men going into men's sport because there's no incentive for them. However, if a man wants to compete in a woman's sport, he's going to go from being in the middle ranking uh, file of his sport to like Leah Thomas did. Leah What's his What's his name, for real? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to get YouTube off of dead naming. <laughs> I don't care about that. That, that anyways, dude, he that went from he went from being in the middle of the pack to now he's number one, beating them by meters or or seconds. You know, so uh, there's incentive for men to want to go from being piss poor in the men's division to go and being 
number one in the women's division by just growing their hair out and taking some hormones. So I I will say I will call people by their names that they prefer. Like, I don't care about it. Like, I go by Rob. Okay? It's my preference. I prefer people do it. And it's kind of disrespectful if they don't. But I'm not training. I'm not uh, pretending that your pronouns change because pronouns don't change. And you don't get to change the verbs, the adverbs, or anything else. Dude, I don't Caitlin Jenner, he, I don't... when he was somebody else, won the decathlon. Yeah, Caitlin he... Jenner was not a woman who won the men's decathlon. He also he also killed some people. But anyways, I don't care. So, I'm, not, I'm, not playing, I'm not playing into your game. I don't care what you want to be called. If you want to be called... If I if I want if my name's Brad and I want to be called Brittany, I'm not expecting you to call me Brittany, and I wouldn't want you to. But that's just me. But either way, if you did, then you're playing into my delusion, even if it's just a little bit. And I'm not going to do that. I live in reality. There is only one. There is only the truth, not my truth. Okay, but I agree with you, Rob. If you want, if you wanted to go by Lee, I'm gonna call you Lee. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that, but you, I. And so, so for names in our society, it's appropriate that you call somebody by the name that they choose. Because if somebody goes by Bob, you call him Bob. If somebody goes by Dick, you call him Dick. But if like, if Dick wanted me, if Dick wanted me to call him Dick, half of his life, and then all of a sudden just decided he wanted to be called Richard. I don't think he has the right to get pissed off at me because I slip up and call him Dick once in a while. No, if you slip up, no. If you're if you're doing it just to be rude, that's different. But like, uh, here here's the part that's like most fucked up with me. 2015 Glamour Magazine's Woman of the Year. You guys know who it is? Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Never had a period. Never had a fucking baby. Never fucking did anything as a woman. First year as a woman, best woman on the planet. I think there's probably about 3 billion women at that point in time that were better women than Caitlyn Jenner. There were crackhead moms that were more a better woman than Caitlyn Jenner. Certainly better looking, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, and here's my thing. And she was okay. and Caitlyn, Caitlyn Bruce wasn't beautiful and brave for it. Nope. It just Might as well. how might as well have said RuPaul. RuPaul is a better looking woman than Caitlyn is. It just, and RuPaul it just is not even trying to be, not even calling himself a woman. Yeah, because he knows that he's not. Yeah, because he's not fucking insane. Yeah, he just, that's how he chooses the list. And see, that I don't have a problem with. I never had a problem with RuPaul. I have a problem with the fucking dude that stands in the fucking store and says, It's ma'am, sir. No, it's not. I can see your balls. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and again, being here we're in the Philippines right now, like here, there are lady boys that look like ladies. Other countries, it's more to the extreme. Most of the lady boys here, they're just men that grow their hair out, wear makeup and nails, but they don't pretend to be women here. But this whole like, this is just like further diluting how we value women. Right. The patriarchy is taking over. And where are all these feminists? Why aren't these? Oh. It's, it's turning out to where men can be better women 
than actual women can. Like you said, in 2015, who was the woman on the Times Woman of the Year? And then Glamour. Oh, Glamour. Glamour. And then the same thing. The same thing happened with the this confused person that is a Secretary of Health. Same thing happened there. Yeah. Rachel Levine. What get the fuck out of here? <laughs> yeah, and that's don't sound thing. like and a lady, and... don't look like a lady. I I, I, I love a lady when she worked up the ranks. I, I, I think that like encapsulates everything that's wrong in America. That Rachel Levine is supposed to be the guide to health in America when it's a fat dude who doesn't even know if he's a woman or doesn't even know that he's a man. Thinks he's a woman. He knows he's a man. He just yeah. He just knew that he could get to, like, like the swimmer did. He knew that if he changed to be a woman, he would get to where he need to be because most of the Biden administration is all adversity hires. They just checked a box, just like the press secretary now. And, and 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 I mean, look at look at how it sets women back. Like look at Kamala Harris. Like mm-hmm. to get where she is, she had to suck a dick. All she had to do was dress like a dude, and she could have still been VP. Mm-hmm. No, because they were looking for a woman. Oh no, but I think a transgender would have filled it. <laughs> That's possible, and but that, they already had the that, Secretary that, of that, Health. That, yeah, that checks more boxes. But you know, she, she had to choke on fucking Willie Brown to get her political career, mm-hmm. and all Rachel Levine had to do was put on a dress. Well, and she had more black men. St- stuck in prison for marijuana offenses as well which is also kind of weird we're gonna we're gonna release I thought you were going somewhere else when you were talking about black <laughs> we're gonna, men faces with we're gonna Harris. we're gonna release all, <laughs> we're gonna release all the the prisoners that are in prison for federal low-level marijuana crimes oh so you're gonna release nobody from prison yeah most of the most of the people in my, in jail for marijuana crimes have other charges that are violent crimes. Right. Because I, I, I'm i sorry, I've been out on the streets for the last 20 years, and cops weren't out hustling pot dealers. Cops were out getting the pot dealers that were beating the shit out of people for selling on their corner. That's what was really happening. Or the fact of the matter is, there's no minor federal offenses for marijuana. Yeah. Usually that's so, all handled um, at the state level. Yeah, and 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 I also say that um, you know the the whole like it was wrong when you did it. It was against the law. You knew the consequences. You shouldn't be abdicated the consequences because the law changes. Right. Like if they raise the taxes, I don't get to keep paying the old tax rate. Because that's what it was at the time. If they lower the taxes, the government's not going to send me a refund for what I overpaid in previous years. The law is what it is now, not what it was then. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So I think the idea of letting people out and then like, of course, you know, the the next conversation that they're going to have is reparations for people that were wrongfully in prison. They weren't wrongfully in prison. They were in prison for violating the law. They were wrongfully now, means- they were wrongfully imprisoned because it was the Democrats who put them there in the first place. So 
Well, I, I still don't. I, I, I refuse to call it wrongfully imprisoned. So if you if you want to say the the law was wrong, okay, the law was wrong, right. but you went to prison for what you did. Yep, no, which was breaking the law. So there's no to me there's no such thing as wrongfully imprisoned unless you are literally imprisoned for a crime you did not commit. Like not insurrection. because you like were insurrection, huh? Like insurrection. Yep, nobody's been convicted of insurrection. So those guys are wrongfully imprisoned. Yeah, well, I mean, a bunch of them have had their civil rights violated. We're two years in, and yeah. they still haven't, and they still haven't had their trials. What happened to a speedy process? And like, I, I think it's clear that they're being tortured and everything else too. So, anyway, um, but back, but back to the the feminism thing. Like, it's um, like even now, like. I was raised to be a gentleman because if I wasn't a gentleman, my stepdad was going to whoop my ass. Like for all the faults my stepdad have, I don't even talk to him anymore. I haven't talked to him in decades, but that's one thing they drove into me. You treat women like a lady and you're a gentleman. And if I wasn't, if I was impolite, if I was harsh, if I was rough with a girl, I was getting my ass beat. Now, I didn't really have that tendency anyway, so I didn't get my ass beat much, but I got it beat a couple times for it. Right. So, but now I'm still going to follow like the way I was raised. But when I hold the door for a woman, like when I do it, there's three possible options. They just go by and don't say anything, which I'd say is about 30%. They go by and they say thank you, which is about 30%. Or they go by and say, I could have got it myself. That's when you that bitch, it back I, into that bitch, I said, and that bitch, I shut the door on him. Nothing. You're not going to hear a complaint from me on that one. So not, not that I like slam the door on him and harm them or anything. I just let the door go. <laughs> right. And, and, and nothing's more pleasurable when it's like, Feminazi bitch gets the door comes back to her and knocks the shit out of her hand. Ah, I'm glad that you said feminazi. All right, I want to share a clip with you guys. All right, hit it. All right. Well, what happened here? There we go. Society hates women. Oh, hold on. You guys can't hear the sound, can you? Barely hear it. You hear it? Barely. Turn up just a little bit. Feminazi versus reality. Woman, we live under patriarchy. Huh. I don't know. I mean, I've always felt most responsible adults kind of see it as a grass is greener thing. Men have it hard in some areas, women have it hard in other areas. Ugh, no, that's not true because there's no such thing as sexism against men. How do you figure? Because society hates women. Why do you think that? Because it's never sexist against men. Uh-huh. Look at all these reasons that prove society is unfair to women. This proves we live under patriarchy. 
Look at all these ways in which society is unfair to men. Those don't count! If society exists to privilege men and oppress women, those things can't be the result of sexism! No, 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 no. If society exists to privilege men and oppress women, those things wouldn't happen. All you're doing is rejecting evidence that men have it difficult in some areas so that you won't have to adjust your original theory that sexism only happens to women. That's called circular reasoning. Look, I can do it too. We live under matriarchy. Look at all these reasons why. See how hard men have it? You're selectively editing out the negatives of being a woman! Look at all these ways in which women have a hard time! Oh, sweetie, no, those don't count because we live under matriarchy. By definition, sexism against women doesn't count. It's really problematic that you don't recognize this. And the fact that so many women deny the matriarchy this is really... Oh, I love awesome. Oh, please, give me one example of why men have it hard. Besides all of the examples you've given. Okay, men make up 93% of workplace fatalities and no one ever talks about it. Well, yeah, but that's only because women are kept out of dangerous careers as a result of sexism. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just pointed out one of the most horrific examples of sexism that exists against men, and you still find a way to make women the victims. We are the victims! It's called benevolent sexism! Benevolent sexism? You mean female privilege? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's not privilege, it's just being given a nicer and easier way through life as a result of the way you were born. Yeah, okay, two can play that game. Give me an example of sexism against women. Um, the wage gap? The wage gap only happens because men are discouraged from taking care of their children and working less hours. The wage gap is actually just benevolent sexism towards men. Poor me. No! Benevolent sexism against men can't exist because we live under a patriarchy. How loudly do I have to say this before it becomes true? You know what? I don't need this. I have to go anyway. I'm late for a seminar I'm attending. What's the seminar about? Why gendered language is problematic. So stop mansplaining at me so I can go be a patriarchy fighting feminist. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awesome. If you'd like to use your white male, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, uh, I need to get on. <laughs> well, there it's called Freedom Tunes. They're on YouTube. You can subscribe. Yeah, that's funny. That was um, oh my god, it's funny that he made a lot of the like points I just said. I didn't even like mention like the men dying. Right. Yeah. Let them more likely to die, and that's part of the pay disparity. Well, yeah. How many how many women did you see uh, working the the crews uh, during Hurricane Ian, the cleanup of Hurricane Ian, or the response to Hurricane Ian? You didn't see none of them were working the gas lines or the gas trucks or 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 working on the electric lines. Are you assuming their gender? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But I guarantee you, if you went and asked them, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be like, "Oh, wait a minute, I'm Zzer, I'm Day Dem." Nope, my name's John. I'm about to fix this wire. If you got a problem, if you I got could, a problem with my non pronouns, I will smash you in the head with this hammer. Yeah, I could get electrocuted while I'm doing this. For some reason, no woman wants to climb up this 150 foot pole 
and get electrocuted. So I'm going to go do it so people can have power. Right. That's the patriarchy, so, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, and, and like the, looking at the rise in domestic violence numbers, I think that there's um, an aspect of it that is different, uh, that or that's kind of overlooked. So people have a fight or flight reflex where that's instantly their response. And now you're encouraging women to be more aggressive. And I mean, dude, it was a horrible video, but you look at the Ray Rice video. Mm-hmm. Like she's all in his face and pushing and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually like his fight or flight reflex. And this is a guy who's trained for a decade to be a freaking gladiator. So his instinct is fight. And he punches her one time, drops her. Well, first of all, I don't think a man with a gun down like that. So clearly men and women are not equal in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, um, yeah, what kind of woman like gets in a face and gets physical like that? And if you get in a face and get get in somebody's face and get physical, if I go out and I get random guys' faces, sooner or later, somebody's going to freaking clock me. Right. Well, it's the same thing with these women. If you get, I like, I literally, like, I knew somebody, I won't, I won't use names, but I knew somebody who would literally get drunk, get in her boyfriend's face, punch him, kick him, like, once I saw her try and stab him, and in that instance, when she tried to stab him, he smacked the fucking dumb shit off of her, and she called him an abuser. I would say he was in the right. You know what I mean? But this I mean, is look, something that, if a woman, is, if a woman is man enough to hit a man twice, then she's man enough to get hit back. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, but well, like you said, this, women are feel empowered to get into a man's face because they know that that man is not going to do anything. Because is that your wife? I was going to say, that. is that your wife behind you? Yeah. <laughs> her oh. shoulder keeps appearing and one point her head appeared. Oh, probably. <laughs> Hi, wife. Hi. Well, she, she left now, so oh. she heard me say that and she was like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, seriously, like, that is literally, yeah, does, that is literally the... in your face and start punching you? I don't think so. No, she would just hold out on me thinking that, yeah, that, was, thinking that, that was gonna work. I'm like, hello? Oh my God! You you yeah. should you should you, you should pull up the stand up bit about um uh, about uh the house without a bathroom. Oh my God! Oh yeah 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 yeah. That that one was hilarious. I think we've was all like, heard that one. Is sex the only reason I'm with you? No, it's not. <laughs> but the bathroom's not the only reason I bought my house. But if you <laughs> took it away from me and for a month, you only time, once a month. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> Once every two years. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, poor Rob. Where, 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 where? Rob's, Rob's got a bunch of fucking stiff socks in his fucking small, t- oh. small house. 
He doesn't yeah, have no. flo- he doesn't have floorboards. He just lays down in his socks. <laughs> <laughs> I do have floorboards. Very close to them. <laughs> you don't. don't anyway. have, everybody knows that was a joke, Rob. You don't need to defend yourself. That is that is, that is like so. Oh, <laughs> where are all these socks on the floor? I'm walking on, and they're crunchy and hard. <laughs> Why does it feel like I'm walking on eggshells? <laughs> Dude, one of my one of my ex's friends was dating this guy. I can't Kyle. His name was Kyle. Of course, his name was Kyle. This dude was such a whack job. Like, if he saw a girl that he thought was sexy walking down the road, he'd like pull over and wank it. Girls don't randomly pull over to flick the bean. No. Like it's a it's another example of how like completely different men and women are. I don't like, know any men that just pull over to yank it either just from a girl that they saw oh. yeah no have you ever pulled over to yank it rob not from a girl i saw no <laughs> i've never pulled, pulled over to wank it i've actually i have actually wanked it while driving <laughs> <laughs> just saying dude, that, i'm not gonna pull dude, over i'm making good time <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude <laughs> that semi oh doesn't God. pull up next to you and look down well it would have to be a truck driver or something but you guys know the bloodhound gang the band yeah the 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 one song and he's like polishing it we'll go on 85 and an 18 wheeler with mo carton in your hand <laughs> <laughs> what Oh crap! The name of the song is "The Lap Dance" is so much better when the stripper's crying. So, kind of gives you an idea how messed up that song is. Shit. <laughs> but he wasn't. But he wasn't missing that good time either. Mom, I'm looking for a word that rhymes with pussy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't you just use a different word? <laughs> Do you mean like box or vagina? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, wow. We do get off the rails sometimes, don't we? Um, yeah. So I, I think it, and that, and, but it is also, it's um, this whole feminism thing. It is like leading to an increase of violence towards women, but I think in part it's because women aren't acting like women, and they aren't using their fucking brains. Like, um, you know, if I walk down the road in the ghetto holding a thousand dollars in each hand it's not right if i get robbed but i should expect it right if you're a woman and you're dressed like a three dollar whore and you go to a party and you get wasted to where you're barely standing and then you go off to lay down in a room with a guy if he takes advantage of you, it's not right. He should. But it's just as stupid as me walking through the ghetto with money in my hands. He shouldn't do it. It shouldn't happen. But don't be surprised when it does. Yeah, and so and so that's my thing. Is like women are like putting themselves in dangerous situations in the name of feminism because they should be equal and able to do whatever you want. You know what? Everybody should be able to do everything that we want, but even men have to make smart decisions or we're going to have consequences. And it is not a smart decision to say the bakery is open for cookies and then be surprised when somebody tries to steal a cookie. Like my euphemism. A piece of that cookie, Rob. Get your own cookie. (laughs) 
anyway, so I mean, so like, and, and that's why that's why I think some of the the trends are like boosting up, and I think now men are even like perhaps to a degree like even more pent up like anger and rage and hostility because like we're constantly under attack now like there is nothing more evil in the world according to like half of america than a straight white man and masculinity yeah and then you like go and then you go and like put them in confrontational situations now i i mean i was in a situation where i had some woman like literally bust a computer over my head yeah and i still didn't lose it <laughs> but like that was the closest i ever got to losing it and i'm just like that was a well, this yeah. man right this man right here almost lost a finger to uh an abusive woman yeah, no, he lost part of it. Rob, that computer is, it, it was a long time ago. It got it, it got infected and no, shit. No, but I'm like, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm like saying, yeah. like, even me, like, I think most guys in that instance would have snapped and clocked her one. Well, according to the Family Crisis Centers, one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. Now that number is pretty low. I mean, but one in four men—that's a lot. But those are probably just men that have actually like reported it, right? Men, well, and then, men aren't and then, taught to to uh, be victims, so they're not I, going and, to. And I can tell you my experience from my history: oh, psychological man. and emotional abuse is real, and women are you've way better at it lot, than man. men ever thought of being. You've been through a lot. I, I can testify to that, dude. And and you know what? And you know what's funny about the abuse of women? They're really fucking good at making the guys feel guilty when they call bullshit on it. And like they further their abuse by making the guy feel guilty for trying to stand up for himself. And that's 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 a fast forward of like feminism because like women are the victims. Women are the victims. Right. How dare you accuse me of cheating? You've got cum dripping down your leg. You're an abuser. <laughs> you have cum dripping down your leg and we haven't had sex. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, it's just weird how they fucking twist it. And, like, and the, and the, and the funny thing is, it almost seems like the, the better the guy is, like, the more traditional, like, male role, like, kind and caring man who's, like, the provider type who's going to take care of a woman, those are the men who get treated the worst mm -hmm. because they do try and be kind and caring and sensitive and it gets manipulated, twisted, and abused. Anybody right. you know like that, Rob? Nobody. And women take advantage of that and because that they know that there's not going to be any repercussions for it, they feel empowered to do so. So Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I, but I think, and now like, I mean, what the hell? Like, that woman got beat by, like, five teenagers on the bus in New York, right? All these men standing there just watching. The bus driver has an emergency alarm on his bus to call the police. In the event of violence on the bus, he didn't even push the button. 
man can't even fucking push a button anymore to stand up for a woman. Why? Women can handle themselves. You're denigrating the woman if you come to her aid. Which is wrong. Like how? That's yeah, what, how many, that's what how, men are programmed to do. They're, they're yeah. literally programmed to stop and take care of a woman in need, which is why, like when you've seen in Beverly Hills Cop 2, the big, tall, blonde bitch, she would use her fucking broke-down car to get the, the, the police chief to stop and help her so that she could kill him because they knew that men were predisposed to stop and help a woman. Yep, and nowadays, the man had run her over if she was standing in the middle of the road. Yep. So, um, yeah, and it just, it, the, the whole way it's taken society, it, like, it's just, like, horrendous, the repercussions of the feminist movement. Like, it's just, it's destroyed homes, it's destroyed families, it's destroyed, and it's destroying women. It's destroying <clears throat> America. Yeah, yeah, and then, and, and, and then, like, and obviously feminism doesn't exist because all these black men that you have attacking Asians all over the country, they don't say anything about it because when blacks are more oppressed than Asians. So yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to even talk about that. Right. Well, how about the Asians being blocked from Ivy league colleges? Because well, there's too many Asians going into, you know, the sciences and mathematics and everything. Because yeah, they're better at it. Well, yeah, because they put a priority on education. Well, because well, I mean, because of the 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 because of affirmative action, you know, our only actual racist law on the books, um, it requires a representative representation in colleges. So, if ninety percent of uh, Asians have higher test scores, yeah. like I, I think it's something like. You got to have like a 1200 SAT score if you're an Asian in order to make it into the 5% that are allotted into each class. Yeah. If you're white, you have to have like 1100. And if you're African American, you only have to have a thousand. Well, to be honest, that's one thing I worry about with my kids because they're Chinese. So yeah. we put a priority on education. They, they, we make sure they do a certain amount of uh, school after they're out of school every night. Well, now they're going to be punished just because they're Chinese and they're going to work hard. No, start now. Tell them to identify as black. Yeah. Hmm. Identify as a person. The twins, Roy, identify as a girl. Nikki, identify as a boy and you might be okay. Right. There you go. Exactly. And if anybody asks you about it, just be like, oh, it's Asian culture. You know, what are you going to do? (laughs) (laughs) They're not Chinese. They're Thai. Yeah. Um, Thai. Anyway, <laughs> they talk um, Thai. It's yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing's just gotten disturbing to me. Like, I mean, I've I've I've, I've sustained injuries coming to the aids of women, and I don't understand a man that can stand by and watch a woman hurt. No. I I, I so like. Yeah, and a generation of men raised by women has made pussy women, or uh, pussy men. Like, sorry, <laughs> but but you get what I mean. Like I mean, nobody was there to teach you to be a man. That you stand up for a man. That you defend, or that you stand up for a woman. That you defend a woman. Nobody was there to teach those men how to be men. And like again, that's like for all my issues with my stepdad, he taught me how to be a man. 
Well, I think and my parents were of the their generation from the 40s. Yeah. I look at a and, lot of the kids that are my age and their parents are from the 50s and 60s. And it's like, dude, what did you learn? How did your parents teach you? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just. So nobody, nobody really ever taught me, you know, that you don't hurt a woman. But I do know when I was a kid, I could, I would see my, my dad would abuse my, my mother sometimes and it would really bother me. But, and then whenever I would see a female crying, something inside of me would tell me that that's not right and that I should go, you know, talk to him and see and try and make him smile instead of cry because it hurt my feelings to see a woman crying, which I don't know where that came from, but I guess maybe it's just the way I was oh, wired when God made well, me. Well, I mean, it, I like, it, well, and that's the point. It's like, it, it's a man's nature to like protect and defend women, but it has to be encouraged because like any right. other good or bad behavior, the encouragement is what determines the direction. Now, I, I know you have your issues with your aunt and uncle too, but you were removed from that violent situation. Well, that's not why. It wasn't always like that. Just no, happened. I I know I, the the saying. reason, and they're not my aunt and uncle. They're not even any relation at all. Yeah. So, I I know, but you get what I'm saying. No, I've had a, I had I'm lucky. I had a wonderful example with my father. Never saw him raise a hand to my mother or treat her badly ever. And he taught me that you do not do that to women. And in fact, he put me through the wall once because he felt I was being disrespectful to my mother. Like you never do that to your mother ever. I mean, literally, like, he, he grabbed me by the scruff of my neck and he put me through the wall. <laughs> right. You, 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 you saw what a douchebag my stepdad was, but he was always respectful of women. Well, I mean, same thing with my son. I, I, I grabbed, he was so disre disrespectful to his mother once. I picked him up by his, by the scruff of his shirt, by the scruff of his neck. I literally picked him up and I told him if I ever see him do that again, don't <laughs> don't you don't want to see me upset like that you do not disrespectful you do not be that disrespectful to your mother or any other woman out there and that's probably the only time that he's ever going to see you be like that oh yeah well it's about the only time he'll see me that angry is when he treats uh his mother like that that's that's there's no excuse to disrespectful to be that disrespectful to the woman who gave you life right you know, fact, my, my parents' generation, my mom's generation always had the same. I brought you into this world, I can take you out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> my my one my one school fight in junior high was because of a, a guy like slapped a girl that I went to church with. And like afterwards in the hall, we got in a fight, and it was the lamest fight because neither one of us could fight. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> That's I the way they usually are. fight in my life, and that was with my twin brother in fifth grade. <laughs> at recess and the principal took us into the office and said okay you guys your your twin brothers figure it out at home and then he let us go <laughs> yeah i don't know so uh yeah it does seem that feminism is dead though but hopefully it stays dead because i think it's a good thing so as long as we can get rid of the transgender ideology and leave the feminism in the trash can Hopefully we can start recovering society a little bit. We can get women acting like women. We can get men acting like men. And 
you know, like heal our society a little bit. Cause I think that's the problem is that our society is dysfunctional <laughs> and broken. Well, I, I think one reason that a lot of us can say feminism appears to be dying is because it did go too far. And a lot of the women, a lot of the normal women now, because the majority are, is are finally coming up. It's just like conservatives. The their majority of people really are conservative, but they're quiet. They don't like to get out there and push it and, and do that stuff. It's the same thing with feminism. They don't like to get out there and be the, the front line. They don't like being visual. It's the quiet majority or minority that's out there. The loud minority that's out there and causing a lot of these issues. So right, and you gotta lose the hat. That is annoying as hell. Oh, dude, I like the hat, man. Leave him alone. I like the hat, but it just keeps. You need a hat, five head. Finally, finally, the the women, the these, the majority of women are finally (laughs) starting to say, you know what, enough is enough. You're going too far. You're you're throwing representation out there that we don't actually want, and we need to stop it. Right. No. Well, it's like this whole me too, me too movement. You know, it, we've we all know that it has been well documented documented that people can lie. But the whole hashtag, oh, the whole the whole hashtag me too movement, which if you ask me is silly. The first time I saw it, I was like, pound me too. What? What? Pound? You want to get <laughs> pounded too? Like seriously? I was like. When yeah. did this the pound symbol become a hashtag? Like for all my life until I saw this hashtag me too movement bullcrap, I always thought that that was the pound sign, right? Because when you're it was Twitter. When you're doing when you're doing uh you know, when you're on the phone, they say enter your card number, then press the pound key. Well, is that the pound key or is it the hashtag key? I don't I don't know. But what makes it even more funny is when they found out that the Hashtag was really the pound symbol, which made it pound me too. It was kind of silly, but no. So the whole hashtag me too movement was all about believe all women, right? Believe all women. Well, women aren't always 100% honest. We know it's been well established that human beings lie. So, or, or even just mistaken, right? We just saw that on Matt Walsh's What is a Woman, right? So, you know, I mean, what what someone considers rape after they had been having consensual sex for years, and then now all of a sudden it's, it's rape? But, I mean, come on. Well, but a lot of... Come a lot on, of man. These, yeah. Like I said, a lot of these women... Are <laughs> come on, man. I booty in my diaper. A lot of these women that are finally coming out and talk and speaking up and bringing this end to this, the feminism movement that's been taking off so much in the you know in the U.S. It's because they're tired of they're they're seeing men losing their masculinity or not learning how to control it, and women most women actually like masculine men. They don't want feminine men. They want masculine men. And that's what a lot of them are saying. I mean, I was really lucky to have many wonderful examples of what a woman should actually be with my two older sisters, my mom, cousins. Uh, they, you know, I, I can understand where Rob's coming from because what he did a lot of driving and he saw what a lot of women were like <laughs> when when you're oh, driving and you're seeing what they're like in the back seat and they don't think you're 
and they're you're kind of invisible because you're just the driver. But I can tell you that I I can pretty much guarantee that I would I would never hear him say anything like that about one of my sisters or a lot of my cousins and stuff. It's just because that's not who they are. Right. And Rob can leave. But, but, so, but I don't know. Once that. your sister gets in my car, but no. I'm sorry. What 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 he's talking? No, I know your sisters, and like that's actually something I've always said is my level of respect for your sisters. Yeah, and that they're good. Well, and I think the tie in there is they're good, godly women. Yeah, yeah. I think that has a lot to do with. And they it. have wonderful but, examples. Yeah. So, um, what what he's talking about, Brad, is like in the early days of like Lyft and Uber. Mm -hmm. Like I was out there all the time. And literally, like, the crap that would happen. I'd pick somebody up at the airport. They'd be a 45-minute trip. They'd be on the phone with their, like, husband for, like, half an hour and their kids. And, oh, I love you, baby. I already miss you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, the flight sucked. And I got stuck there. I was waiting for, like, four hours. I can't wait to get to the hotel and go to sleep. I'm just going to check in and crash. And then they hang up with their phone. And they're like, okay, now I'm going to drop off my stuff at the hotel. And then you're going to take me to my boyfriend's house. Or like, pick, I, I'd say probably 70% of the women that uh, I picked up and was obviously taking them uh, back someplace for a hookup, the women were wearing wedding wings and the men were not. So like, yeah, I, I lost all faith in American women doing that job. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, dude, when I moved, being in Texas, I realized that people didn't take the vows of marriage very seriously in Texas. Like, I, 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 I heard of like every married man was like having an affair. I'm like, this is not this. I'm like, this ain't right. Oh, we could go on on that like here, like. <laughs> but like, what was the what was the what was the ratio of the races? I guarantee you, you probably didn't see a lot of uh, Hispanics or Latin people doing that. Really? Yeah. It it kind of it cut across. But, like, I'm here in the Philippines where, like, Pinoy culture and family and all of this. And, like, I can tell you, one of the neighbors right down the street here, every day, the <laughs> husband goes off to meet his mistress. Before, goes off to meet his mistress before he goes to work. And the wife goes over to the neighbor's house. Well, how about the woman who uh, is obviously married but is always uh, playing with her breasts and whatever whenever you're walking by? Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, that chick. That chick, like, yeah, that's. It's it's weird when you're the outsider and you get to observe things, and like my observation here. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Filipino culture. I love the way they treat people in general, but like more in the village, not in this. I cities ruin people. That's what the deal is. Yeah. And I think that's what your experience is there, Brad. You're in the city. Cities rule, ruin people. Because, like, here in the city, like, ever, like half the women in the city are literally prostitutes. They would take money for sex. And part of that's economic, but part of that's just the morality in the city. Because you go to the same people living in the province here, and if they've got a boyfriend or a husband, they won't even talk to a man. You know, so it's... It, it, it's cities that just destroy culture they destroy and that's where all these stupid ideas like feminism come from and oh, yeah. i mean it's it, it's from stacking people in together like rats and we're not meant to be like and to give an idea like 
how bad the stacking well is. then it makes it just then it, and it also makes it easier for for that to happen it's, it's so here here's here's the part that i thought was interesting like you take um new york city for example the population density no not new york city what was it shanghai you take the population density of shanghai and uh center them in houston texas you can put all the population of the world in the area of Houston, Texas, and the area would be so small it wouldn't even make it to Dallas. Yeah. So that's how that's how bad they're like. And these cities, they give people a kind of anonymity. You know, I know people aren't like out exercising their worst behaviors in these small villages and the provinces here or the small towns <laughs> in the country. Everybody, everybody knows know everybody. It. Everybody yeah. knows everybody's business. There are no secrets. And I can say you're right with that Shanghai Houston analogy because I lived in Houston with you for almost a year and I've spent time in Shanghai. <laughs> so yeah, but Houston's spread out as hell. I mean, oh, it, it may is. be growing like crazy, but it's oh, really it spread out. Like my house, I work in Houston, but my house is 70 miles from the center of the city. Well, considering Houston would be considered a small town or a small city in, in China. <laughs> population yeah, no wise. Population yeah. wise, not land wise. So it's yeah. So it's but it's but it's just like insanity. And there, what 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 keeps people on their toes? Well, culture scores or so, what is it? Social responsibility scores. Yeah, where they yeah they watch what you do and what you say, and then they you, your purchasing ability is by whatever score you have. By the way, me saying that just got us kicked off TikTok. No, I'm just... <laughs> what are we on TikTok for, anyways? We're not on TikTok. <laughs> eventually eventually our promos i'll put on there um but um yeah the like the, the the whole thing's a joke my i'll start the rap normally i don't but i'll start the rap and all i've got to say is it's kind of a lecture men start being men own up to your responsibilities you make babies take care of them raise them show them what a man is supposed to be women stop the bullshit if you want a man you got to support a man you got to be soft. You got to be gentle because guess what? Dudes already got fucking in their guy friends. They don't need you to be masculine. Be soft. Be gentle. Be supportive. Emotionally, help him in the areas where he's weak, so he can help you in the areas that he's weak. And let's get back to a classical society. And I'm not talking to patriarchy because I'm sorry, there is no patriarchy. I have never seen like it, it, it's even it's even funny like. Everybody asks dad's opinion, but mom makes the decision. <laughs> and there's very few, there's very few exceptions to that. nod our head. <laughs> yeah. So um, there is no patriarchy. There never was a patriarchy in the family. There are certain things that the guy has the final say on because he has the greater knowledge in that area. So he makes the final decision. Outside of that, the women have always been in control of the house. It's always going to be that way because women are better at it. So women get back to being what you're good at, which is being women. Men get back to doing what you're doing. And don't be the punk ass bitch that sits there and watches a woman get hurt. Like, yeah, that's my rap. That's all I got to say on it. Like feminism is dying and it needs to stay dead. Hey, Brad, don't worry. He'll, he'll do the last rant too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I agree with you, Rob, one hundred percent. We need men 
take care of your families, take care of your wives, uh, respect women, take care of women, uh, treat them with the dignity and respect that they deserve because they're going to take care of you. And women, you need to take care of your man. Otherwise, he's not going to stay there for you. Uh, basically, all a man wants is to come home to a clean house, a hot dinner, and eat occasionally some sex. That's it. It's, it's, doesn't, belly, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a lot to please a man. But the man's got to be there to take care of her needs as well. And you got to be understanding and patient. Uh, it, marriage isn't an easy thing. And dating isn't an easy thing. It's something you got to work on. And you got to work together. You got to know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And help lift each other up for both of those things. And uh, get get some morals have some morals. If you don't want to believe in Jesus or go to church, then, you know, you need, you, we all know what's right and what's wrong. And we just, we just need to get back to like what Rob was saying, take care of each other and don't let any, any man abuse a woman because that's wrong. And that's all I have to say, Brian. <laughs> I just, I had to laugh when you were, when you were giving the example of what uh, men want, because I, there's videos on uh, on online right now where it's a, a comedy scene where the man the the comedian's explaining what women want and it's showing the video of the women sitting there nodding their head the whole time. Yep, yep, yep. Call her beautiful. Bring home flowers. Bring home chocolate. Take her shopping. And there's like 300 things on the list. And the woman the whole time is going exactly, exactly. And then women, what you need to do to keep your man happy? Provide sex. <laughs> they just start cracking up and all the men that are listening are sitting there going that's pretty much it that's all, you really that's all, that's all we really want just keep us happy just provide sex once in a while <laughs> no I the fact is fem, we all agree feminism had its place in history and was in you know it was important when it when it happened because women were in a subservient role and, and in a lot of cases were valued much less than men in a lot of cases. <clears throat> and I think it was important for historically for women to get more, to become more equal, but it's gone way, way too far. Now they're trying to put women into more of a man's role. And a woman can be in a man's role, but stop devaluing the man and telling him that he has no value and that masculinity is wrong. And just trying to destroy that, it's it's wrong. Feminism has gone way too far, and it's destroying the the family culture that America has grown up around. Uh, I don't care if a man stays home and takes care of the kids, or the woman stays home with the kids, but usually it's the woman because it's just like Rob said, genetically, it, it's in their genetics. That's just what women do. They're more of the caretakers, and the men are more of the let's get out of the house and take and earn the living for our family. So feminism is gone way too far. Finally, people are starting to fight back because it has gone way too far. Uh, and we just need to keep going in that direction and stop destroying the very the very foundation of our culture. Okay, for all the revelers out there, make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit that bell. Make sure you like, make sure you comment where you can comment, wherever uh, 
this is posted because we're getting out and out and more and more platforms. And uh, I guess the the final road, uh, um, the 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 final word that I'm going to have to say on this ep- episode today um, will be the guidelines for uh, a happy family life. Um, Brian just kind of listed down all this stuff that you know women are more complicated than they want, but men will do anything to please a woman as long as the woman provides the two things that a man needs a full belly and empty balls. You guys have a great night. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks a lot, guys. Later.